It's transfer portal season, and nobody portals more than the Alabama Crimson Tide. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm awesome. The, today is the portal day I've been talking about for weeks and months. I'm expecting it to be hugely heavy. Is it going to be all today, all Alabama news? We don't know, but it's going to be a massive news day as we record this on Monday morning. But this is the portal day, and we already, of course, have one big portal news since we've last had our show. And speaking of big pieces of meat, uh, <laughs> Omaha Steaks is our new sponsor. We will talk about Omaha Steaks later. Uh, and I love Omaha Steaks, so we'll talk about I'm ordering I, today. I have a lot of, I'm uh, ordering today. Omaha Steaks. Ordering I, have, today. I have some a uh, lot of personal experience with them, so I'll get into that. Um, but Jimmy Javion Cohen has entered the transfer portal. A couple of things. Um, he's got two years of eligibility. It feels like he's been at Alabama since uh, – I think he was in Mike Price's recruiting class is what it feels like. Um, I know he, he wasn't, but I'm just saying he feels like he's been there a while. And he, else, he's got two years of eligibility. At first, I wondered if this was one of those situations where people are going to start getting in the portal just to see what their uh, right. current school will, will re-up for them. I don't think that's the case anymore. Um, right. I feel like it's one of those where, look, I I love Javion Cohen because I, he has been a bammer's bammer on, on social media. Um, he, he spurned Auburn, which was fun. Um, he was committed there and then flipped. And um, I don't know where he's going to end up. I guess he could end up at Auburn, maybe, perhaps, mm -hmm. but uh, you think there may be some other spots that he could end up in. Uh, look, maybe this is a situation where we feel like we can upgrade and we feel like it's just best to move on. Sometimes that's the way it is. It's not necessarily he's a bad guy or he's scared of competition. It, um, he did very famously and, and bravely discuss his mental health issues uh, earlier this year. I don't know that that has anything to do with anything, but I just that's just a, something to throw into the mix. And um I, again, I was proud of him. I think it's cool to be able to be so open about that. So I personally don't want to lose him because I like him so much as a person. And he has been almost at times more a man than a Bama player. But if we think we can upgrade and he can also go somewhere that he can play more and, and maybe uh, meet his own personal goals, I'm all for it. Yeah, this is a tougher situation than most. Uh, I think people always want to put things neatly in a box like, hey, is this the Drew Sanders situation? Is this the Trey Sanders situation? Is this the Kyrie Jackson situation? And, I mean, it's really just the Javion Cohen situation. And, you know, uh, I, I don't I don't as usual, we don't know every detail, nor should we, nor should we. So much of these type decisions are, are more personal with personal information or things that Alabama doesn't want to put out, things that Javion Cohen doesn't want to put I would just suggest to everyone to just read, you know, Cohen's pretty open. I mean, you know, if you want to look for clues because it bothers you so much, I would just encourage you to read Cohen's social media, his Twitter, his Instagram, 
uh, I think he's pretty open about things. But in the end, uh, we just go by with what's reported by Andrew Bone on Bama Insider, who had this story for Bama Insiders, one of the first to uh, to report on this. And, and, and uh, you know, I, I think based on what Bone is reporting on Bama Insider, uh, this isn't a situation that Alabama's coaches are really upset. This is not Drew Sanders, in other words. You know, Drew almost famously told the staff last year he wanted to enter the portal. The staff did everything they could, including meetings in Nick Saban's office with Nick and, and Drew's uh, family to do what they could to pitch that that remaining at Alabama was uh, was Drew's best option or, or something he should consider and that they would even move him to another position if they felt that that, that would uh, would fix things. Uh, but but Drew didn't want to do that. He wanted to leave. Th this is not that situation. This is uh, it's best uh, for 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 both for both parties to uh, to divorce. That's what's happened here. This is an uncut. How about this? Let's call it in my old uh, divorce law uh, stuff. This is an uncontested divorce. Uh, this is where neither party is uh, mad at the other, uh, where there's no talk of reconciliation. It's just best that uh, the parties uh, move on. So we'll be rooting for Jay Beyond. There's no reason not to. And, uh, well, unless he signs with Auburn. And at th that point, we will good-naturedly root against him uh, in the sense if he's wearing that jersey. My, my feeling is Texas. That's uh, part scoop and part feeling that it's Texas, just simply because think of this. Uh, two of our last offensive guys who played a lot uh, and were prominent players, Jaleel Billingsley and Ajay Hall, they went to Texas. Why? because they were very comfortable with the coaches that recruited them and liked them, and they wanted to play for their original coaches. Uh, Javion Cohen uh, spent the early part of his career recruited by Kyle Flood. He likes Coach Flood. Uh, I, I would not be shocked if he went to play for Coach Flood again at Texas. And it's probably a pretty good fit. Uh, Javion is a player, by the way, uh, in my opinion, from watching the rewatches all year where I learned most of my real strong opinions about our players come from the rewatches, to be honest, uh, because I watch them so closely. Javion is a very good pass protector, which is not normally something you see at guard. Most guards are run blocker first, pass blocker second. I think Javion's almost the opposite of that. A really good pass blocker, not quite as good at moving people in the run game. But the Big 12 might be a good league for him where they throw it a lot. They're going to have Ewers or Arch Manning, a quarterback, uh, I think Texas is a good fit. I wouldn't rule out Auburn just simply because of uh, convenience, and it'll be a new staff recruiting over there, and it's close to his home. Uh, and need for him, and, and and close to Luke. True. So, so uh, Auburn. No, and Texas, need. You said oh, need. close to Luke. I thought because I thought you said me and not me, and then you said and me. I thought you said and me, meaning <laughs> it is close. It is close to you. It's closer to me, but I mean, you don't want to go too far. I have to interviewed, I have interviewed Javion Cohen at the uh, Alabama Mississippi All Star game. Um, nice kid, like him a lot. Thought he's cool, um, whatever. But uh, yeah, more power to him either way. I mean, it, you know, hey, hoping for the best. I'm like you, uncontested divorce is a beautiful way to put it. However, if he did Auburn, just like you said, we will good naturedly rib him. I don't think so because I think it's an uncontested divorce. And then six months later, you find out she marries your best friend. All of a sudden y'all aren't best friends anymore. So, um, and, and you don't like her anymore. So I think that's where it'd be. If he goes to Texas, even though Texas plays this year, I'm going, Hey, Javion, do your thing, bro. I hope you go get that bag. Um, Jimmy, let me go ahead and tell everybody, 
about Omaha Steaks. Now, we love Omaha Steaks. Let me tell you something. This is true. For those who know me, um, I've got three children that live in Ohio with their mom. And my dad loves to send them time. And he got on this kick where he's like, you know, he, he it was like he saw an Omaha Steaks advertisement a couple of years ago. And he's like, I, I want to see if they like it. And my kids just beg him to send a lot more Omaha steak stuff to him because we get these mixed packs of, you know, the steaks, they get hamburgers, they get hot dogs, they get pork chops, they get uh, crab cakes, they get all these different things. And all of them are good. And the kids just eat them up. And, and all my kids have learned to cook uh, up there, the various things they like with Omaha steaks. Yeah, Omaha steaks around since 1917. The holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together a special curated gift package to help take the guesswork out of gifting and to make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and use code LOCKEDON at checkout to get $30 off your order. That's send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites guaranteed to impress, like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon, air-chilled, boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, or even the easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Minimum order may be required. Minimum order may be required, but trust me, it's not like you're going to go there and order one hamburger. You're going to go there and order a bunch of stuff. And when you order once, you're going to order again because it's all awesome. Use promo code LOCKEDON. Telling you, you'll love this stuff. Go check them out. Omaha Steaks, can't beat it with a stick. Can't beat it with a steak. Um, so Jimmy, today, ordering today, I'm literally going to order one of the big Omaha steak packages today for a Christmas gift. Use and, promo uh, locked on. I am going to use promo code locked on, and that's going to be fantastic. And something tells me it's going to look so good, I might not help but order two of them. One for me, selfishly. Um, so Jimmy, who else could we? I mean, the transfer portal opens today at noon, and we're doing this before noon. Mm -hmm. Um, who, who else do you think could be on the Trey Sanders? I, look, well, before you get there, Trey Sanders uh tweeted at Deion Sanders, who was just hired by Colorado. By the way, I encourage everybody to go check out Deion Sanders' uh speech to the Colorado players. Um, I thought it was great. I don't know if he can really coach at this level. I'm, I'm not going to pretend to say, ah, Dion's going to be the next, you know, Nick Saban. I'm not ready to do that. But, man, he can get you fired up. Now, that can only last so long. You have to be able to motivate, and then you have to also be able to uh, get people to maintain their own standard <clears throat> and in a, in a way that uh, they don't have to be motivated all the time, that they can be self-motivated, get into very good habits. It's not about just a rah-rah speech every now and again. That will get you big wins once every three or four games, but then it'll get you beat it, most of the season. You'll end up having losses every time because you're not consistently prepared. But maybe Dion can do that. I'm not saying he can. I'm just saying I wouldn't let that one speech make you think he's Newt Rockney. However, that speech was great. And – um I, I can see now why some other schools were considering giving him a look. I can, I'm also thankful now that he didn't go to Auburn. At first, I was like, yeah, Dion going to Auburn doesn't scare me because I don't think it'll work out. No, no, I, I'm much more optimistic about the prospects of Dion Sanders as a head coach today than I was a week ago. And um, 
you know, I kind of wish he had gone to South Florida because that would have been cool. Alabama plays South Florida next year. And um, that would have been a nice matchup. And Aflac would have sponsored every dead gum thing associated with that game. So that would have been awesome. We probably would have had ducks on the field. We did done like uh, Auburn does with the Eagle. We'll have a duck trained mm-hmm. in to fly in and, you know, something like land that tub or something. Um, Didn't the, uh, he, UT, the UT offensive coordinator got the South Florida job, correct? Correct. And, I mean, that's also intriguing because of UT yes. and blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll see if we can – see, here's the thing, people. <laughs> He's going to run the same offense at South Florida he was running at Tennessee. Same one. And there's Alabama fans all over, oh, that scheme. We can't defend that scheme. No, we can't defend Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt. He won't have yeah. them at South Florida. It's right. the dudes. It's never the X's and O's. It's the dudes. And, and the marriage – of smart X's and O's and dudes are very tough to defend. This dude knows his X's and O's, but until he gets literally Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt, I'm going to sort of like our chances to beat South Florida. Um, But going back to what I was talking about with Dion, Trey Sanders actually tweeted at him today, you got room for me, Unc? And, um, you know, I'm all for Trey Sanders going to Colorado. I hope he goes there and kicks butt. I hope it works out. Um, and um, but but so Trey Sanders, we already knew he's in the portals. Anybody else? And, and you hate to throw out names because yeah. what if you're wrong? But right, we're gonna have more transfer, right? That's why I'm not gonna throw out names, just simply because I, I don't want to uh, say a name that's wrong. And and because these things change quickly. I mean, we've all got guesses. I, I would just tell people instead of instead of guessing, uh, you know, instead of guessing who's going to go in the portal myself, I would just encourage you to make your own guesses. And I would start start with this. Veteran players, and by that, who's been in the program for more than one year, and especially those more than two years, who just do not play with the first team. And you can come up with your own list. But that's that's where you'd start, right? I mean, those because what you're looking for, first and foremost, are kids who aren't playing enough. That's first and foremost. Now, the most recent kid to go in the portal, Javion Cohen, he was playing plenty and likely would have played plenty next year too. But that's uh, not the norm. And uh, I don't think we will see that as the norm. But I predicted all along that we'd have another Drew Sanders type situation or more. I don't, this is not a Drew Sanders situation with Javion. So I, I won't be surprised if we have one or more Luke today or uh, later in the process of kids that get in the portal and we fans and coaches are like, no, no, but Hey, welcome to 2022. Jimmy also this weekend, you know, usually Alabama's getting ready for uh, somebody to win a Heisman. Uh, but this year I, I bet you, we probably won't have anybody invited. I mean, is Bryce Young, if you ask me, Bryce Young's the best player in the country. I'm, I'm biased, whatever, but uh, Bryce Young's the best player in the country still. Um, but I doubt he's even invited to New York except to help be there when they, they hand the trophy to the new guy, uh, like old Heisman Trophy winners do. But um, so it is going to be a big recruiting weekend, though. I mean, so right. I'm assuming Saban will be here. Normally, again, Saban's in New York, so this recruiting weekend maybe isn't quite as big. But uh, this year it is going to be a big recruiting weekend. we got a lot of dudes coming in. I think uh, Russo and Smith are coming in from Montgomery. Um, it, it's – it's going to be a big weekend. Do you expect some commitments coming out of it? Uh, I think now we're getting so close to signing day. Uh, I think the kids that are added, Luke, from this point forward, I think we have 24 right now. I'm expecting 
30. Now, when I say 30, doesn't mean, okay, who are the six? By 30, I mean it might be 28. It might be 31. Uh, I, there's not a hard cap this year. As you know, you can sign as many as you want. They're not going to get up to, let, let's say, in their minds, let's say in Coach Saban's mind, he's like, yeah, I think the right number. And then after you have 30, then Keon Keeley calls and says, yeah, I'd like to be number 31. The answer to that is you got it. I mean, it, it's really the, the the dude and not so much the number. But what I'm saying is around six more, maybe, you know, maybe a couple less, maybe a couple more. Uh, but around six more, and I, I suspect, Luke, most of those kids will be announcing on signing day itself, which is only uh, two weeks from Wednesday. All this portal stuff, all this bowl stuff, coaching change talk. Oh, yeah, and signing day. Uh, man, our, our coaches who just got finished coaching a grueling season, we'll talk about that in one minute, about how exactly grueling it was. Uh, they don't get to sleep this week either. Uh just with the portal, uh, kids going in the portal, kids leaving via the portal, and signing day two weeks from Wednesday. Uh, no, no, no sleep till Brooklyn, as the uh, Beastie Boys once said. Uh, it's always great to to quote the poets. Um, Jimmy, let's take a break. When we come back, I just want to give a rundown on some of the bowl games. See if you find any interesting. Okay, so we know Bama, Kansas State, and really we can't even pretend to say we're super excited about the first of all, I, I do hate this aspect of it. It's on New Year's Eve at what eleven o'clock in the morning. I mean the share bowl at eleven o'clock. I, I that doesn't seem right. That's when you're coming home from New Orleans, usually like in the coming home from the bar. So um, but regardless, you know, that could be a fun trip. That really could be a fun trip for some folks. I mean, maybe I'll do it. I don't know. I'm just throwing some stuff out there. We'll see. But um, so meanwhile, some of the other games that are out there, uh, and this one's kind of funny uh, because um, of how many people were PO'd about the the rankings, but Tennessee playing Clemson. I mean, there's a lot of earnings going to be in that game. Um, what, do, what do you think? I mean, is that going to be a fun I – mean, I mean, no Hendon Hooker, uh, no DJ Uyunglele, who went in the transfer portal himself today. That's probably a good thing for Clemson, a bad thing for Tennessee. Um, but what do you think about that game? Uh, right now, my early lean is I like Tennessee, uh, Clemson to win the game. Uh, and this is why. I mean, it's not just that Hendon Hooker won't play, and I think that is a huge factor. It's a huge factor. Uh, the fact that Joe Milton will be a quarterback for Tennessee and not Hendon Hooker huge factor in Clemson's favor. But ultimately, it's this. Uh, with Cade Klubnick, uh, I like Clemson's chances to score and score often. Uh, of the four units on the field, I think Tennessee's defense is the worst of the four. Uh, and I think is far more likely to get stops in the game than uh, – than, than, and, and I think Clemson will just score more often. I do think it will be entertaining. I think it will be fairly high scoring considering it's a Clemson game and they're pretty good on defense. Clemson could have some NFL opt-outs on the defensive line, which could affect the outcome greatly. Uh, and, and, of course, both teams will have guys in the portal. But uh, I, I like Clemson to win that game because I think they will get more stops than uh, than Tennessee will. Arkansas is taking on Kansas, uh, you know, that's 
Hey, okay. I mean, I'd, it's more interesting than you think. Um, yeah. Just on the surface, it doesn't sound super sexy, but it is in Memphis. So I think that gives Arkansas a bit of a, an advantage there. Uh, with K.J. Jefferson coming back, you assume he's going to play in the game. Um, right. He announced he's returning, which I think is wonderful for Arkansas. That's great. Um, maybe Drew Sanders will play. I'd love for Drew Sanders to play. And I think this could be a, a nice bowl game. I, we won't spend a ton of time on that one. One that looks kind of fun to me, Florida, Oregon State in Vegas on the yeah. 17th. I mean, what a great trip um, if you're a Florida fan. I mean, I would highly recommend making that trip. I mean, go, go out there right before Christmas, fun, easy trip to Vegas, go check out the new stadium. It, that's super. Absolutely. It uh, sort of feels like Florida at 6-6 six and six is being rewarded with the trip to Vegas. It feels like yeah. Florida has won something. It's like Florida has won something, <laughs> you know, because there, there's almost – it's almost hard to imagine a better uh, bowl trip for fans uh, than Las Vegas and that great stadium and all the stuff to do out there. And, but, hey, uh, you're playing a good team. Here's the thing about Oregon State. For a Pac-12 team, physical. Physical. They run the ball. They play defense. I play, and I suspect they will. This could be one of the better, more entertaining games in terms of I don't know who's going to win that one. That could go either way. Uh, You mentioned Arkansas-Kansas, another game that could go either way because Kansas is going to be fired up about the opportunity to play an SEC football team. But I like Arkansas to win specifically because of K.J. Jefferson probably being healthier in that game than he's been in week. Probably the healthiest he's been since the Alabama game, to be honest. Uh, And K.J. Jefferson announcing he's coming back, I think, once again, launches Arkansas into a team – uh, capable, we'll say this, capable of contending uh, in the SEC West next season. Maybe not the case had KJ moved on, but uh, with him coming back, Will Rogers likely coming back at Mississippi State too, I hear. So, you know, uh, I, I think, you know, he has a tough decision as well, but I think Will Rogers will come back. And once again, the SEC West will be loaded with uh, with good quarterbacks. Uh, we'll run down some of these others quickly. A game that only a mother could love, Kentucky and Iowa. I mean, holy cow. I, I would rather watch World Soccer. And and it, World Cup Soccer has been sort of a tough watch for me this year. And I, I would much rather watch, you know, I, Qatar play Belgium. I have no idea if those two teams are even in the World Cup. I would much rather watch that, I think, than Kentucky and Iowa. That's going to be no Levis, right? Sell. I mean, no Levis. Uh and if, and if you're not, I mean, no Levis, you'd, I, I give an advantage to Iowa because I'm not really, of course, Kentucky played okay with their redshirt freshman guy, but uh, I think Iowa fans will be wishing Cade McNamara, the Michigan transfer, who's going to play for Iowa next season. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Iowa fans are like, can McNamara play right now? Uh, Purdue LSU. That's not terrible. I, I can dig that. Uh, Illinois, Mississippi state. I think that one's kind of fun. You've got uh uh, Brett Bielema going to take on an SEC team again. Clash and then of got styles. Yeah. I, Missouri, Illinois, smash, Mississippi State spreads it out. I mean, clash of styles there. That'll be fun. Missouri, Te- I mean, uh, Ole Miss, Texas Tech, South Kakalaki, and Notre Dame. Now Ooh. that, that is interesting to me. Um, I, I really like that bowl game. That that could be fun. South Carolina is going to play and play hard. Um, I, I feel like that is interesting. And you know, will 
will uh, Rattler come? Will Spencer Rattler come back for another year? I mean, maybe he will. If he has a great game against ND, maybe he goes. I don't know, but I, I think that's a wonderful matchup. I'll say this: if South Carolina, if and, and these are all ifs, if South Carolina ends the season uh, with wins, as we know, over Tennessee and Clemson, then beats Notre Dame in the bowl, then Spencer Rattler is back. The South Carolina hype will be out of control because it'll literally be yeah. out of control. They're, they're fans, and, and I'm excited for them. They will be talking, we're going to Atlanta. They'll be talking Atlanta. I don't know how realistic that is in a division you share with Georgia, but that's what I mean by the hype will be out of control. Their, their fans will be convinced it's Atlanta or bust for us next season. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, all right, buddy, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Until next time, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.